With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Where is Ken? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. You have reached a historic event, if you will. Tonight, you will be joining us for the Dead End Sports Football Edition podcast. I am your host, 12 Kyle. This is the Dead End Sports Football Edition. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking football, 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 and more football. Um, tonight's host, co-host, uh, no strangers to, to the audience. You've heard them, you've seen them all over the place. Uh, the brothers from Dead End Hip Hop tonight on the podcast will be my man Ken, my man DZ, my man Good. Fellas, what's going on? What's up, man? What's going on? Yo, yo. What's good, man? Hey, everybody. Good to hear everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking sports tonight. Now, 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 Mike C-Town is not going to be here, folks, so... Uh, no, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my town knows much about sports. We might have him as a guest one day, though. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's so far, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, tonight is a pilot episode uh, podcast for Dead End Sports. We're talking football. Um, now, I guess probably the first thing people would want to know is, and I'll start with you on this one, Ken, um, People probably thinking, okay, well, they know you from Dead End Hip Hop. You guys are hip hop heads, you know, to the core. What do you know about sports? What do you know about, and, and in particular, football? What do you guys know? So I guess let's start there. Uh, shit. Years and years and years. Because I'm <laughs> called the, the granddaddy of Dead End Hip Hop. You know, I, I know a lot about football. Uh, I've been watching football for a number of years. Been playing fantasy football for uh, a number of, number of years, actually, since ninety five, ninety six, maybe ninety six, maybe I think. No, no, no. I'll tell you what. I know exactly when I started playing. It was the year that um, the quarterback for the St. Louis Rams ended up hurt, and Kurt Warner came in off the bench. It was his okay. first year with wow. the Louis Rams, and I, I'll never forget my fantasy team that I had my first year playing. And we were like four and six at the time. And I picked up Kurt Warner off the free agent wire. And I won every game out and ended up winning the league. So I've been playing since then. So, yeah, Kurt Kurt Warner is always and will always be the homies. Wow. That is crazy. I always got a story, man. I always got a story. That's interesting. I, I've never heard it before. And Kurt, and I'm, you know, I don't even think I was even playing fantasy football back then. That is, that's what's up right there. Um, yeah, so I was 98. So you mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned that as far as, and, and I guess, I guess the first question people would have is, okay, you know about hip hop. So what, what brought this about? What, what brought dead end sports to this fruition to, to where we are right now? Man, you know what? It's one of those... Oh, go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, man, just, just, yeah, just, just, just like, um, fucking dead end hip hop. It's the same way with sports, man. You know, my background, I, I just, I came out the womb like in sports. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. for me, I grew up in Chicago, so you already know I was watching MJ all day. So I right. was born in rookie year. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, I didn't really get into basketball until about five or six. So that was right around when he won his first championship. So I saw right. all six of them. So I just became a basketball head, and um, I was always athletic, so I always could throw the ball. I never really got into football until I moved to Miami. You know, they don't they don't play football up north like that, and um, you know, I just I, I just got into it. Like I picked it up really quick. So I played uh, high school football. I was a quarterback and a cornerback with my short ass, but you know, I got a big arm. <laughs> And, um, you know, I played point guard in high school. So, you know, I, I I had a real good coach where now now that I'm older, I see the game a lot different. And Ken and B's both 
played with me, my claim is I, I'm always the best point guard you'll ever play with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not in the NBA or nothing, but the best point guard you'll play with is me. So, you know, I, I just I, I like to see sports through a coach's eye, not just through, you know what I'm saying, a fan's eye. I, I'm real objective about it. Okay, okay. What about you, B? How, how does, where, where does sports come in for you? Uh, sports been since I was a little young, and since I watched the 86 NBA Finals and the year of my Pistons got hard. I'm like Detroit. Anybody know I rep all my Detroit teams. So, like, right. I've been, you know, being growing up in Michigan, yes, I've been a basketball head since a little kid or whatever, and, and I played baseball as well, too, because my dad played baseball. So I played shortstop baseball, played basketball, um, like I said, yeah, Pistons. I've been watching Pistons almost then since I came out. Since I was old enough to play basketball, since I about four years old, I was playing for basketball and played middle school, played high school, AAU. Um, I didn't really get into football until Barry Sanders, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, like seeing him play, and I used me and my dad used to go to a couple games, and, you know, seeing Barry play was, like, amazing. Then I got put up on, you know, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, one-two combo punch, and, been been pretty much watching football since then, and but my first year playing fantasy was I think '04. I think this is my tenth year playing fantasy football, and and I just you know on the basketball court, you know I'm I consider myself like the jack of all trades on the basketball court. Even though I'm like a guard, I've been playing point guard most of my life, but I, I like playing two guard, and I can post. I can you know I'm a good passer when I want to be a good passer. You know I can I can shoot that bad boy so. I, I just I'm, I'm a sports guy. I just love playing ball though, basketball, and I love to watch football, but I would never, ever, ever, ever play it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you get involved with sports? Um, just growing up, man. I mean, it's just something that you do. You know, I, I grew up in, in the South, man. So um, it was just it was just one of those things. You don't stay in the house when you're in the South. They kick you out. So you have to go out there and you have to do something. And uh, athleticism has never really been a problem uh, for me. I think if, if if I listen to, you know, I mean, shit, run, jump with the best of them. But uh, hearing everybody talking about their basketball skills, I think if I had to define mine, it would be like the, the Rotman, the, that Bruce Bowen type guy on the court. Um, you know, and that's about it, man, just that energy guy. Um, but, yeah, I, that's it. And, you know, just football, just running. And, you know, I remember just going up against dudes that just bigger than me and, and stopping them in their uh, in their tracks. So just country strong, man, just <laughs> country strong. <laughs> hey, man, so, yeah, much, man, much like- I'm a, yeah, competitive guy, man. I, I, I just believe in, in the, the spirit of competition. I hate losing. Same here, man. Much much like you guys started out early, uh, started playing football when I was – I started playing organized football when I was eight. Um, in fact, I was so small, my parents had to sign a waiver because, like, the, the limit was 60 pounds and I only weighed 50 pounds. They had to sign a waiver saying they wouldn't sue the city if I got hurt. But um, I fell in love with the game, man. I fell in love with the game and just became a sports fanatic. Um, football, baseball, basketball, those are my sports. Uh, football is my first love. Uh Football came before women came. <laughs> but um, first love, first love. So I'm loving this part of the year. Anytime I can talk football, uh, it's a great time for me. Um, I coach it now with my, my son's team and everything. And um, I played all the way from Little League through high school, through college. I played ball at South Carolina State where I was wide receiver. Um, and I enjoy it. I, like I said, I love it. I love it. I, I hope uh, I hope uh, everybody listening gives us a chance to, now that you've got a little background on us, understand how much we love the game and how much we love talking sports that you'll join us. Uh, so make sure that you tell uh, everybody that you know about this new show right here. It's called Dead End Sports. This is the uh, football edition. Um, then I will move on after, after we you know, talk about where we'll be coming from. Um, just moving forward, let's, let's jump into a couple of quick hits as far as uh, college football. Um, some of, what are some of the things that have, it, we've, we've completed two uh, full weeks of the college season? And um, I'll start with you first, B. Uh, what stood out to you thus far as far as in college football? College football uh, so far is, I guess, the not really great offensive by Alabama. I, I was expecting from them this year. I wasn't expecting Alabama to be like 
I would say it would be kind of like offensive juggernaut as well as defense, but to me, I think just from the game I saw, you know, they play, they offense look kind of, but they still won, though, but their offense looked really, really suspect, especially playing in the SEC. And and I've been surprised with uh, Michigan's quarterback, too, uh, Gardner. I've been kind of surprised at his play. He's like a, he's much better uh, than our Robinson. You know, he's he's a better pocket pass. He can run, and, and he has a, a powerful, more, more stronger arm than uh and Robinson, but and this this another team I'm forgetting. Oh yeah, I can't think of his name, but the quarterback from Louisville. Oh my God, uh, dude! Yeah, he's he's crazy. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but dude is crazy. And they already talking about him Heisman after the first week, but you know, of course, being him playing for Louisville, that's not a uh, you know football heavy school. So, and they're not playing a real big time conference. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's a surprise right there. I was like, holy crap! You know, of course, you got to look out for those smaller schools because. They be having some dudes playing, but they just not playing them big time conferences though. That's why they. That's why you never hear about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what honestly, you, man, people? for me, for me, what I saw, um, and 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 I don't want to just go to the gravy train of a story, but the boy Johnny Manziel, I mm-hmm. could definitely see the work he put in. Definitely see the work he put in. Um, you know, that first game, you know, sitting out the half. You could tell when he came in, he he you know he was a little anxious, but um, it, we really didn't see that much Johnny. But against their second opponent, he really looked like a quarterback that was sharp and on point. The way he was dropping the pass, he's he, he's a natural runner, so he's gonna get he's gonna use the wheels when he when he wants to. But that his actual mechanics are way 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 better. And, you know he saw that uh, that quarterback guru. You know, they've been uh, sh- showing on ESPN. So, yeah, I can definitely see the work. I can definitely see the work. And also, uh, my my team, my college football team, the U, beating a big bad boy, SEC Florida. Yes, sir, we back, hopefully. That boy Lamar Miller's back. You know what I'm saying? So, th- those are my two biggest things that I've, that I've taken away. Who's your, who's your college team, B? Um, uh, well, growing up in Michigan, Big Ten, you know, Michigan football, okay. Michigan Wolverines, so you know. Oh. That's, okay. But it's funny too, cause it's like I'll be looked at as a traitor, cause when it when it comes to college foot college sports, football wise, I root for the Wolverines. But basketball, I always been a Spartan dude. Like you know, okay. I always root for Great. Michigan State, except except the Fab Five. I think the whole state of Michigan was rooting for the Fab Five. That was the only year where you can be a Spartan alumni and root for the Fab Five that year. <laughs> and that was great times right there. Yeah. What about you, Tim? What 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 stood out in um, college football thus far? Clemson, man, I I think them boys might be for real. Um, I, I had a feeling they would get Georgia. You know, Georgia wanted to come out the gate and and you know try to play a top ten team. I, I applaud them for that. I don't think that they were necessarily ready, but they were still right there. And I, I had a feeling that they were going to bounce back and win this year. And that's exactly, I mean, this week, and that's exactly what they did. But I. Still think that Clemson might be a team to look out for. The other thing that I noticed, I think um, I, I don't think Texas A and M is ready to see Alabama this weekend. I, I don't that defense. I, I, I hear what you're saying as far as yeah, yeah, because their offense is uh, as far as Alabama hasn't really been clicking yet. Mm-hmm. But that Texas A and M defense, they they can't stop. They they couldn't stop us if we, we would win. <laughs> you know what though, Ken? But but what? you gotta you gotta look at that matchup though, right? So you have an offense that's not clicking and a defense that's not really you know, can't really stop anybody, not even the cupcakes. So but you have arguably the best quarterback, you know, say up there with Taj Boyd, that boy Johnny Manziel. But I I don't I honestly I don't know if Alabama could stop him. Yeah, yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man! You think you think that you think he's gonna move the ball against that defense? Yep. I I, I, I think he's gonna have like he did it last year. Ref like he did it last year. <laughs> exactly, and he's a lot. He's a better quarterback this year. But you know what but Ralph, so, to mm-hmm. to um Ken's point, I, I do think with Saban having that year to plan and scout now, I, I think Alabama's gonna be ready for this game. I mean, I think they're going to come out after after uh, Johnny football. Right. That's just off just off of coaching alone. Cause I'm like Saban, probably like, oh, we gonna get these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> he was showboating and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, I think 
I think Bama. He, he, uh, Nick Saban gonna get his boys ready. They are gonna be ready. They are gonna be ready. I don't think Texas A&M got a chance. I'm not that, saying it's gonna be a blowout, but I, I don't think Texas A&M got a chance. I that's gonna be blowout. game of the week. I think that's gonna be the game of the week. I think. I, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close. Um, but that's I, that's definitely gonna be the game of the week. Um, I guess the you know one you know one thing that stood out for me. Um, uh. In, in, at least in the first two weeks, has been um, the lack of production from uh, Jadavion Clowney from South Carolina. Um, he's the all-world oh, defensive yeah. end, and everybody's seen the, the the highlight clip of him blowing up the kid from Michigan and knocking his helmet off. And you know he had a, there was a lot of hype and a lot of uh, expectation coming into the season. Um, South Carolina started off the season beating Georgia. Um, I'm sorry, South South Carolina started off the season. Uh, yeah, they beat Georgia. And, um, you know, then, you know, last week, I mean, he just he just disappeared. Uh, I'm sorry, the first week he disappeared. Uh, they beat Georgia last week, I'm sorry. But, you know, I, I just – I haven't seen it. And, and I know he, he made some comments after the game. He was it, – it, for lack of a better term, it sounded like he was kind of making excuses for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you know, the coaches need to move him around and – they need to do this and they need to do that, and Georgia ran away from him. I mean, it's the you know it's college football, bro. I mean, you you got to get used to that. So, um, right. I don't know. I, I just I think the first game that they played, uh, he looked out of shape, um, and and you have to be obviously you have to be ready for what is and, and the first game is always tough. And I heard people making excuses. Oh, it was hot and it was a muggy night. But, guys were but, up. But you, but you know what? Man? I gotta stop you right there, man, because I I, 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 feel, I feel like you dumping on the board of uh, county right now. Because here, here's the thing: even in the NFL, they get four preseason games, and in that first game, them right. professionals are gassed as well. So, what do you think a college kid that is on time restriction as to working out is gonna be? And they get no preseason. So that's number one. Well, number two, well, number right. two, they were saying that county was fighting a stomach virus. You know what I'm saying? So based on those two things alone, his conditioning, I give him a pass on that. I, I give him a pass based on those two things. And also, with defensive linemen, it's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? Especially defensive linemen. Because once you are targeted, you can be double teamed the whole damn game. And mm-hmm. also, with Clowney, he has affected the game because of those double teams. So just because he doesn't get the stats doesn't mean that he's not playing a good game. And it also doesn't mean that he's not affecting the game. Just like J.J. Watt last night with, with, with the Texans. Through three quarters, he didn't even have a, a tackle or a sack. But he made some big plays down the stretch. But statistically, he didn't dominate the game. If you look at, if you look at the stat sheet of that game, you'd be like, man, what the hell was J.J. Watt? But he had a big impact. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so and, with D linemen, that's not fair. And and I, I I hear your point, but I got a counterpoint. My counterpoint mm-hmm. is, I, I and and I had the same discussion. One of my friends, he mentioned the stomach virus and all that stuff like that. I'm gonna tell you the same thing my coaches tell me. When you step in between the lines, none of that stuff matters. You know, if you, I mean, we've all played ball. If you got a sore ankle or you got sore ribs or a broken finger. All of that stuff goes out the window once you step in between those white lines on the football. And I feel you. So, and, and so, so are you saying that he wasn't giving his all? Like he no, gave his that. all that? Okay. So, so, so as a coach, I've I've coached before and I've had my mm-hmm. star player hurt. But if my star player says he can go, as a coach, I'm trying to win. And if right. my boy says that he can go, he's gonna go. And if I have to pull him out because he's hurting right here, right now, he needs a little breather, guess what? I'm going to pull him out, and he's going to go right back in once he tells me straight. So, no, man, you can't have it both ways, Kyle. You can't have it both ways, homie. No, I, I agree. I, I agree you can't have it both ways. I think the, the only issue I have with Clowney, like I said, the first game was his condition. I kind of gave him a pass for that. I really didn't even – I don't think he played that bad this past weekend against Georgia. What I had an issue with Clowney was, was the comments that he made afterwards. Like, as if to say, okay, my coaches need to move me. It's almost like he was making it. And like, and like you said, if he's being moved around, I mean, he is the consensus best player in college football. I mean, he's, all, he's arguably going to be the number one draft pick, you know, unless he starts doing cocaine or something. Right. <laughs> you know, so, it, it's, so the pressure's on him 
and he and every play that he's on the field is being scrutinized, and and that comes with the territory. My only thing is is that no, I don't expect him to have 15 tackles and three solos and two and a half sacks a game. I don't expect that. But no matter what your performance is, when you address the media, don't come off as if you're making an excuse for when you didn't do something. That's all I do. I my head with him. Don't make excuses. Like Mike you know, Wallace. It is what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get started that with that, sports. man. <laughs> oh, my God. Dead End Sports Edition. You're listening right now to Dead End Sports Edition, uh, the football edition. Uh, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Got my man Cifo. Got my man BZ and my man Ken on the line. We asked that you tell everybody about this uh, show and everybody about this podcast. This is hot. We're going to keep delivering it to you each and every week. Um, so the next question I have for you guys uh, like I said, we had a chance to kind of digest uh, a lot of football this past weekend, both college and NFL. Um, and I'll start with you, Ken. Give us your best and worst of the week. Ooh, man, Come you on, know what? I should look at, 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 at Wallace, man. But it, Tannehill just isn't that guy. And um, if they decide to use him as a decoy, that might not be his fault. Um, I could look at Des Bryant, but I don't think that was his fault. But Calvin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he, he mad. He mad because Calvin is on his uh, on his fantasy squad. That's all that is. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Not only did Calvin underperform, um, because he's too busy doing commercials with Diddy. So, oh my God! Get his ass out of them damn commercials and get his ass <laughs> on the field and start catching some goddamn football. But they I got this man. They can't understand that they were doubling him. There's no excuse for what the hell David Wilson, David Wilson did last night, dropping the ball twice. Now he wants to walk around practice holding the ball in his damn arm, taking it wherever he goes. It's a little too late for that. Like, who did hate the program? Man, it's never late. Shit. It ain't never late. It, 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 when it, you it ain't catching the rock, you better do something. You better do something. But yeah, man, nah, um, uh, yeah, Dave, David Wilson, man, was just just pathetic, and he couldn't even stay on the field. So um, he, he got to get that right because old man McGee is going to take his job. <laughs> yeah, I think the Giants just signed uh, uh, Brandon Jacobs, former Giants yep. running back. Yeah, they just signed him today. Yep. So the running back is, is, is position is getting real cloudy in New York. Um, yes, it is. What, about, what, what, was, what was some of your best and worst of the weekend? Who, me or FIFA? Yeah, B, B. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, worse. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the best. Of course, obvious, Peyton Manning, man. He just had like a freaking out-of-body experience, man, throwing seven touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, he was a search squad there in that second half. You know, and it's, it's, he just, he, it's like he just like, let me prove to y'all that I am the best QB in the league, you know, after coming, still having an amazing season he had last year, come off the next surgery. Then he had a whole offseason of prep and, and, and training camp. And then you call, you go out there and, and against the Super Bowl defending champion, throw seven touchdowns like it wasn't nothing. And, and then Peyton Mayer was pretty happy over there having Wells Walker over there. I can say that for him. Um, but um, I think my dud, like the worst person, I guess I would say, is uh, the Steelers rushing game. <laughs> They only rushed 32 yards. I mean, that's a team that's like that, – I'm just saying, but that's, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, that's a team that's built off of, you know, running it down your throat, and now you have only 32 total rushing yards. I mean, him – and, okay, I'm going to get on hometown for a second. Uh, Donica Sue, I mean, you know that the NFL is after you. Why are you throwing cheap blocks? You know they're going to – they after you. They after you, dude. I mean, stop doing stupid stuff. They find you. You got the $100,000 fine. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I know you're aggressive. We know this. This is a different area in NFL, man. If you was playing back in the 70s or 80s, that I guess it would have been just another nasty defensive tackle. But you in 2013 NFL, you can't do that crap, man, especially if they already done it after you. So, them my duds. But, yeah, of course, Manning is, like, obvious. That's like the – he was he would start. He was a start his week, in his week one. Man, I don't know, B. I, you know, I, I can't argue with the with the Peyton Manning seven touchdowns, but I think the best of the week was hands down, not even close, Chip Kelly. 
Because this boy right here, he put up 33-some <laughs> points in that first half, and he really scaled that shit back. Like, if they dialed it up, yo, this, yo, the Eagles could have scored damn near 70 if they wanted to. That's yeah. how easy they was moving the Brock. And I think that I don't know how long this could be sustained because the NFL is 16 weeks and it is a very physical game. But just the Eagles, especially with LaShawn McCoy. Like, I was tweeting last night, so if y'all follow all of us uh, on Twitter, you know we be getting it in. But um, Chip Kelly fits the Eagles perfect. And in the offseason, I was saying the whole time, if Chip Kelly's going to come to the NFL, the only team he can coach that is ready for his offense is the Eagles because they have the playmakers with big arms, with fast legs, and shifty moves. That boy, LaShawn McCoy, is the reason why that offense works. Yes, Mike Vick is a big component to that, but LaShawn McCoy, you saw every time they put in that second string running back, that those handoffs were going nowhere. When you put right. that boy McCoy in there, he's turning them things into 35-yard touchdown runs. You see what I'm saying? So, to me, the best was Chip Kelly and the whole Eagles. The, the whole staff, shout out to them. Congrats to Chip Kelly on his first victory in the NFL. And then the worst. How can y'all not say the damn Jacksonville Jaguars? Two points? <laughs> I mean, how is this a game with two points? This is not soccer. <laughs> the, the main way you score in the NFL is touchdown and field goal, either six points or three, and you manage to only put up two points. Oh, who's their quarterback? I don't no, know. No, uh, Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. Okay. They need a holler at Tebow. They need a holler at Tebow. They'll bring him back home. <laughs> <laughs> if I get off to the playoffs, the AFC South is not that strong. Right. Oh, man. Where, what about you, Ken? What were some of your best and worst of the weekend? Uh, I already gave my worst. I didn't give a best. Um, if I think about a best, who? who <sighs> I, I, you know, oh, I don't know God. if I, I – you know what? I got to go with Peyton. I think Peyton just, just – you, you know what? When you do what Peyton did and you, you tie a record, I think you just have to get it to him. I understand you where you're coming from, so, you know, 33 points, but – you know, and I understand he scaled it back in the second half, and that's why they look a little bit like the Eagles of last year. But I, you can't you can't disrespect Peyton Manning like that, man. That's that's just disrespectful. You you should be ashamed of yourself right now. That is no disrespect. You know why? You know why it's not disrespect? It's not disrespect because what he did is what I think he'll probably do week in week out. You cannot tell me that week in, week out, you're not thinking Peyton Manning's going to go better than three touchdowns, better than 300 yards. Come on. That's, that's why he deserves the best. That's a given. Okay, that's exactly. That's why he deserves the best, though. seven. And I give you that. But what I'm saying is is that I expect Peyton Manning to always be at an excellent level. He's only going to have a couple games that are bad for him are great games for other players. You see what I'm saying? Week in, week out. I expect that from Peyton. So him doing this and tying this record, he should have been had the record, in my opinion. He should have been <laughs> had the He's Peyton Manning. He's Peyton. I expect excellence. Him, Brady, Breeze, there's only a couple quarterbacks you expect excellence week in, week out, regardless of the defense. You're going to be facing the number one defense, and guess what? They're going to be shook. Yeah, but, so, but, yeah, on, but, that, was, but that was crazy, but though, people. I mean, I was still good. Excellent, bro. Right, that's like it that's is. like you saying that's like if Kobe scored eighty one, you ain't gonna say, "Oh, I expect that," because you ain't gonna expect anything. <laughs> like you just, you're not gonna expect just Peyton Manning to be that surgical like that and throw seven TDs. Like, like damn, like that was kind of like. I mean, I'm not saying I'm comparing the seven to eighty one points, but like I'm just saying, like that was crazy, man. The tight NFL record like that, like that was. And, not, and, and you know what? I'm not trying to downplay what Peyton Manning did because what he did was was truly excellent. Truly excellent. But I think that with all of the questions and all of the hype and hoopla of what we're going to see, how is it going to work, what's it going to do, you know what I'm saying, all of that mounted onto Chip Kelly. And for them to come out the way they did, because I already knew that the Redskins, they're not going to be the same till about week three. They're, you know, because RG3, no no preseason, no nothing, no nothing. real full snap. Right. Right. So, so I, I, I know he's going to take some time to get ready. But, you know, you cannot tell me that that defense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're bringing back two guys, Kerrigan and um, – um, what's his name? 
Arakpo. Arakpo. But come on. What the Eagles were able to manufacture up and down that field in that first half, come on. Like, like, like they answered a lot of questions. And granted, it's not like Washington has the best defense, but, but what but, the Eagles but were people. able to do is very scary. <laughs> but you know what but I'm thinking, old people. Go ahead, you know what I'm thinking. You know, this is this is, you know, yeah, that, that worked in college. But I'm really curious now that you know, of course, Redskins didn't expect the Eagles to come out the way they did and be fast paced. Now that you got film on that, I'm wondering how that's going to hold up throughout the whole NFL season. Now that you're going to have defensive coordinators and everybody scouting or or play, you know, playing against that. That's what I'm curious to see. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're going to fail. I'm just kind of curious to see how that's going to play out through the NFL season. You know what, B? I was talking to Ken about this earlier today. And the thing that makes Chip Kelly's offense very, 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 very scary is the fact that it it's not because it's designed that way. It's because of the decisions that the players make. So you saw last night the Redskins blitzed it a lot, right? But a lot of the formations were the same, and they ran a couple plays out of the same formation. But the difference is, is that Michael Vick makes those decisions. So depending on what he sees, he has two or three outs. I can run myself. I can give it to LaShawn McCoy. Or I can throw the quick screen. How do you defend three things at one time? You can't take away three things at one time. You just can't do it. No sport. Right. You cannot take three things away. So how are you going to stop that? Of course you're going to get some stops. It's not like hey. this thing is going to, you know, of course you're going to be able to slow it down here and there. But when they're clicking, that is scary. Right, it is, it is, but yeah, that's why them coordinators get paid a million bucks, man. I, I, I think there's gonna be a time where we're gonna be like, oh shit, that where, where's this fast-paced Philadelphia Eagles? They gonna start now. They got the film, man. They gonna start. They gonna start breaking that shit down. I'm not but saying that week like the two they gonna, just, gonna, they gonna get locked down, but um, well, you know what? I, I think I think both of you make some great points. I think that my only my and, and I, I was tweeting this too, like people said last night. I think my my cause for concern, I'm not an Eagles fan by any stretch of imagination, but my cause for concern is is that Vic is the only one that can run this. Because Nick Foles, Nick Foles can't run because, yeah, Nick Foles could run a fast-paced offense, but you you have to take the read option part of it out of it because Nick Foles is exactly. not a threat to run. So if, if Nick Foles is in there and he's putting that ball in Shady McCoy's stomach, you know, if I'm the defensive end, I don't have to worry about playing Foles because he's not going to, you know, I know that, that Shady's getting the ball. Uh, that being said, you know, and we're talking about Vic, a guy who has, throughout his uh, career, has only played all 16 games once in his whole career. And last night he took a couple of shots, and I don't know if it was, you know, he looked like he may have tweaked his groin a little bit on that long run that he had. Um, and Vic's not a big guy at all. So, you know, I, I, I'm, while it looked good, I don't get me wrong, I, I thought it looked phenomenal out the gate. But at the same time, you and and just doing that over a sixteen game season, I don't know. It's tough. I, I I'm just kinda like from the old school where I think to win a football game you gotta kinda beat your opponent in the submission and and the way that you do that is through time of possession. You and, and you know, but, you'll find things that will try to keep Philadelphia's offense off the field by just having, you know, these ten play seven minute drives. But 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 you know what, Kyle? But 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 so does that offense because that offense gets more plays. The more plays you have, the more time of possession you have. Indeed. You see what I'm saying? So so at the same time, how many teams in the league? The only way to really keep that offense off the field is going to be a great run game. And how many teams have a stellar run game? True. Not many. Right. Not running back in this year. You see what I'm saying? So so and especially in the NFC East. Look, who they're going against? The Giants. Yeah, non-existent mm-hmm. running game right now. Um, who else? The the, the Cowboys, eh, you see flashes, mm-hmm. but it's not yeah. great. The, the Redskins, they're not going to be at full strength to RG3 is. So that NFC East is kind of wide open right now, especially yeah. Yeah. if yeah. they can attack. If they can attack and, and average 50 plays in the first half every game, yo, y- your type of possession is pretty damn good. That's true. That's true. That is so true. You are listening to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, uh, 12 Kyle. Got my boys, FIFO, my man Beezy, my man Ken, from Dead End Hip Hop. These guys know a little bit more than hip hop. They know sports. 
and we want you to tell everybody about this show. This is uh, the initial uh, podcast, uh, and we're broadcasting live tonight. Um, now let's take it to fantasy football. Ken mentioned it a little earlier about when he started with fantasy football. Uh, so I'll start with you, B. Uh, who was the, I guess, the, the <laughs> outside of Peyton Manning, uh, how did the fantasy week go this week? Uh, Anquan Bowden. Anquan Bowden was, was 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 he was he was so he was so wonderful for me in fantasy uh, mm-hmm. football <laughs> this week. Uh, I, I was loving it. Now you know, am I expecting that every week? No, you don't know. But I'm glad he did it in the week I needed him to do it for me to get that win. So you know, Anquan Bowden all the way because I was going to get someone that had Peyton Manning. So you know, Anquan Bowden, if you ever played, wow. stepped up for me. So you know, I, I, I yeah, Anquan Bowden was one. I was like, oh yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Ken? I know you said you're in like 15,000 leagues, man. How did the fantasy week play out for you? Oh, man, it, it, one and three, man. bro. It, it wasn't a good week, man. I, and I barely eked out that one victory. Uh, I'm I'm disappointed. I, I expect better, and I, I will rally the troops. We will uh, we, we we will play better. I play. I went against Peyton Manning, and. Um, and I just so happen to have Wes Welker and Julian Thomas, but those those three extra fucking touchdowns, you know, <laughs> took me out. And um, Cruz was a baller, man. And all my guys balled out, man. It just wasn't a good week. But BZ ass, I play him next week. So and yes, I'm going to go for LB. So no, I, I, no, I, I, I got to do it to you, bro. I got to do it to you, bro. So yeah, I, actually, uh, I, actually yeah. caught, I actually caught L's in both of my uh, dead and hip-hop leads. I lost to FIFO by point five six. Wow. Two catches by Fred Davis uh, last night that that got FIFO to win. Lost by him. by, And then I lost to some dude named Fun Crushers by, like, 26 points. But a couple of my guys kind of stunk up the joint. But, yeah, the Dead and Hip Hop leagues, I lost in both of those. But my main league and then the other league I'm in with Ken and FIFO, I won in them leagues. So them the leagues that matter right there because that got that got bread on the line. So <laughs> yeah, I, I won. I won in two leagues that got bread on the line. So I'm happy. I'm I'm kind of happy. Yeah, I lost yeah, to uh, yeah. the Philadelphia Philadelphia Flyers and Children of Corn bread. So <laughs> I, I'll see them again though. I'll see them again. Turn the fuck up. We will turn the fuck up. That's his team name too. That's goddamn right. Oh my god. Oh man, what what about you, people? How, how did the week go for you, man? Man, I went two and three, man. I'm in five leagues. I'm in, I went two and three. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people had some great damn weeks, and as you guys may or may not know, I was on vacation when all my drafts happened. So I right. didn't get to draft nothing. So I'm oh I'm Mr. Auto Draft this year. So you know I'm gonna just let it ride. You know I, I, I'm, wow. I'm, in, I'm in one so, day. So, so in other words, your 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 team stinks. <laughs> no, 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 no. And one of them, his people squad is kind of nice. He got like AJ yeah. Green, Larry Fitzgerald, Jimmy Graham, and somebody okay. else. Like I forgot. And I think Cam Newton is his quarterback. I believe. I think it is. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, he, he messed all he, that up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he sure did. Well, that's not bad. I mean, that. Uh, but sometimes being with that auto draft, man, you it's the luck of the draw. I don't man. like it. I hate it. I, I, I like hate it. I, I love picking I, my. I, I love. I love hand picking my teams myself. It feels so much better Thank when you yeah. get the wins. Thank you. Thank you. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, you know you might find that right. gem. You'd be like, "Yep, I was right on this one." And he's yep. killing y'all. Yep. Right. Right. I actually opted out of fantasy this year, man. I just I just didn't have time to do it, man. But I I, I kind of still kept my eye on the fantasy wire on Sunday, just you know, just kind of like out of habit. I was like, you know, watching the game. And I'm like, and then you know, on the screen that flashed little fantasy points. I was like, damn, I could have had him. I could have had him. Or I remember I had him last year. I had him in this league, that type of thing. So uh, I'm, I'm having a little withdrawal, but I, I was okay Sunday. I was okay. I, I'm not going. I'm not. <laughs> kudos to you because you are. So Kyle, you are watching football with just no type of emotions or worries like I'm like we all are <laughs> gonna be all season. It's like, man, every time it's like like I know last year it's been a couple of times I, when I'll be checking my scores, I'll be so close to throwing my phone because I'll be so mad that I like maybe right. bent somebody or I lost because I benched this person by like two points and stuff. Oh, 
it's so much up up and down emotions. And then when you win it, you just want to you feel like you just want to kiss every damn thing because you're happy because you win it. So it's uh, you uh, kudos to you. I mean, hey, Man. you don't got you don't got to deal with the with the emotion with the emotion. Well, you know what? I- to be honest, though, I, I miss it a little bit. I miss it. I miss being, you know, I, I remember a couple of times last year, man, I mean, I, and I wouldn't even tell my wife this, but I mean, I'm in church, I'm looking at my phone like, man, I forgot to set, did I set my roster right? You know what I'm sitting there playing on my iPhone trying to trying to get my roster together and, and supposed to be listening to the preacher, you know, so it's like, I, I don't know, but I, I kind of miss the, the hustle and bustle of trying to make sure everything is together and, and studying the why and studying who's hurt and all that good stuff. Um, so I, this may be the only year, but I just I said I was going to see how I can. And much like you guys, I've been playing for the last five years, so um, this is the first year that I've done it without it. So we'll see how it goes. I, I can't I can't make anybody any promises that it'll go beyond this year because I'm kind of missing it, especially hearing y'all talk about it now. I'm really missing it. <laughs> yep. See. Tonight we're talking dead with uh, Dead End Sports. This is the football edition. I'm your host, 12 Kyle, talking with my man Ken Beasy and FIFO from Dead End Hip Hop. Um, I guess the next thing we should go to, uh, we call a, a segment we call FIFO's Film Study. FIFO's Film Study. FIFO, is there anything on film that, that you've seen on film that has stood out to you football-wise? Uh, yes, 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 it has. And I'm going to ride the horse that I've been talking about all game, all damn night, <laughs> is Chip Kelly's offense. And how the the offense is going to be scary as it continues to evolve week to week. Because realistically, um, the Eagles' next opponent is probably going to see some of those same formations but it's going to be completely different. It's going to be completely different um, because there's so many options with that Chip Kelly offense. I am so interested to see how it progresses week to week because these formations, there's just so many options. You have the quick screen from it. You have the read option. You have the cutback. So and you, we all know that Vic still has that 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 gun, so he can get the ball anywhere they they need. Um, so so it's, it's going to be really scary, and and just Vic's decision making. There was one one play that I didn't like when he ran out of bounds instead of throwing it away, and they lost about four or five yards. Mm-hmm. But that that's really nitpicking because that was the only negative thing I, I really seen Vic do. I know he got sacked and he lost a couple yards, but he is a mobile quarterback, so most playmakers will make that type of mistake. So I'm not going to ding him on that. But his decision-making was pretty damn good, especially for the first time for this offense to be played live. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I agree with you. I think that's one thing that, you know, when we talk about film, that's something that people are going to have to see. Um, like Beasy said earlier, you know, coordinators, I don't know who Philly's playing this week, but everybody's gotten a look at it. So now they know, you know, and that was really kind of like because they Chip Kelly scaled it back a little bit in the preseason. That they weren't going to show everything. Um, you know, they very vanilla looks as far as what they were going to do, so everybody didn't know exactly what to expect. And he unveiled the, <laughs> he unveiled the Porsche, uh, you know, right there on national TV. And one thing people have to also keep in mind with uh, Chip Kelly and his offense is that they're actually missing one of their key components with uh, Jeremy Macklin being out with the ACL injury. So and mm-hmm. it goes back to what you talked about a little earlier, people, about, about the pieces that fit into this system. You know, when you got a, a back like Deshaun Jackson, I mean, excuse me, um, Deshaun, Deshaun McCoy, uh, receivers like Jackson and, and Macklin and a quarterback like Vic, perfect for this offense. You know, if everybody can stay healthy, you're going to see this offense push the limit, you know, as far as what they can do on a production-wise. Um, next thing I want to move on to is the uh, segment we call uh, What Up, Though? Deezy, Deezy, what you got? What Up, Though? Oh, man, What Up, Though? Where they was at? Uh, my first What Up, Though, is, you know, I'm a, I'm a kind of uh, sympathy with uh, Ken a little bit. Is uh hometown, my boy, uh, Calvin Johnson, Megatron. What, what Up, Though? Where was he at? Only four fantasy points. If you were a late, you know, late first rounder, early second rounder draft pick in fantasy football, and you getting four points, you know, you kind of like, what the hell is going on? But granted, you know, he started off slow last year and still almost had two thousand reception yards. So, you know, maybe this is just this is a pattern. Uh, another what up though? 
uh, freaking uh, even these quarterbacks, they a couple of them had some good games, but the rest of them they didn't. They all had L's. Uh, Brandon Wheaton had three INTs, got the loss. Chris Ponder, three INTs, lost. Eli Manning, even though he had four touchdowns, he had three INTs and a loss too. So it's they, they that's another one of my what up those. Another one I already mentioned earlier, Steelers running game. Thirty two yards the whole freaking game. This is a team that's known for pounding it, running the ball, and and they just they was nowhere to be found. So what up though with them? What up though with Mike Wallace? One reception for only fifteen yards, <laughs> like like come on now. You you was like the go to guy at Pittsburgh and now you hear I don't know. You can blame the quarterback. Was it just you making all these excuses? What's up with that, man? What up, though? And another one, I talked about him earlier, too. Donnie Sue. what the hell? Why are you doing this illegal blocking when the NFL got the microscope already on you? Anything you do, if you're even thinking about elbowing a, a player, they're going to find you 25000 for that, man. So, come on, stop it, man. Stop it, Detroit. Stop it, please. Another what up, though, is uh, Steven Ridley and uh, Dave Wilson. Both of them fumbled the ball twice. They got the butterfingers holding the ball. They need they need some lessons carrying that rock again. Uh, I think really he recovered one of them though, but he lost one. But Wilson lost both of them, so he's in the doghouse right now. And you saw what you saw what the Giants did. So, right. and I I gotta put this person on blast. He's on the phone with us right now. What up though with Ken? Fantasy football teams. All the leagues <laughs> oh, I played hell. in with Ken this week. All the leagues I played in with Ken this week, he, he, he caught an L. He caught an L. So all three of them, the real NFL and both, of, and both of the uh, dead hip-hop leagues, Ken caught L's. So what up, though, with Ken's fantasy football team? You know, that's, that's, that's like, terrible, man. That's, that's, that's terrible. So that's my what up, though, for this week. My, my players are where they at, man. What up, though? What up, though? Hey, we got another segment called Field Vision. I'm going to throw this over to my man, Ken. Ken, what's Field Vision? What's that about? Man, it's just kind of the things that I see uh, throughout the weekend of football. And, and one of the things that I managed to see this weekend uh, with the few games that I met, that I saw was just uh, a lot of blitzes. And, and I don't know why that is, but it seemed like teams just kept coming. Like it was blitz after blitz after blitz after blitz. And um and, and I don't know maybe it was because they because quarterbacks were just starting out and and um you know they were just trying to catch teams off guard but that was really kind of one of the main things that I saw was just a lot of teams really just just coming with the blitz over and over and over again I think it was uh what what team was that that kept doing the all out blitz was it the Eagles I think the Eagles kept coming with the all out blitz again no 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 was it the Eagles it was somebody man they just kept coming with the all out blitz. Um, against the quarterback, man, and just kept disrupting the whole offense. So um, it's something that I'll be watching from here on out to see if this is a trend or is this something that, you know, teams would do for uh, 2013. But, yeah, that's that's basically what I saw this week. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You are listening live to uh, Dead End Sports. Uh, this is the football edition. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Um, right now we're going to move on to the section we call Open Field. Um if you guys follow these guys on Twitter as well as the website, deadendhiphop.com, uh, last week we got a chance to post up our, our NFL power rankings where we rank the teams 1 through 32 um, from top to bottom as to where we think they are. Um, that I think the initial ranking was posted uh, online on, on the website, Dead and Hip Hop. Make sure you check that out. Uh, and then after this past weekend uh, action, we actually did our poll again. Um, so I guess I'll <laughs> – I'm going to start with FIFO, man, because I just his, – his numbers just really look really crazy to me. Uh, and when you listen, you'll, you'll know exactly who probably made the biggest jump on his list. Uh, but, FIFO, give me your – give me your top ten. We don't have enough time to go through everybody. Let's, let's go through everybody's top ten. Give me your top ten and your power rankings. Starting from for this week? Point. Yeah, for this week. For, all week right, one, I yeah. got the – I got the uh four. You said week one or this week? No, this week. This week. Oh, this week. Uh, I got uh the Forty ers first. Last week I had them first. I got the Broncos second. Last week I had them third. I have the Seahawks third. Last week they were second, and obviously the biggest jump that Kyle's talking about is the Eagles. <laughs> there, I have them at fourth, and last week I had them at twenty third. Um, I have the Texans at fifth. Last week they were eighth. Cowboys sixth. Last week they were seventh. The Patriots are seventh. Last week they were sixth. The Colts are eighth. 
Last week they were 10th. The Lions are 9th. Last week they were 18th. And the Saints are my runners up my top 10. Last week they were 15th. Okay. Okay. Quick, quick question, people. I don't have a. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have no 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 problem with your top, but like, if you were so sure about you know Jim Kelly offense with with the Philadelphia Eagles, why you had to rank so low before? Because I didn't know. Just, I didn't know what I didn't know what I was going to see. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know what I was going to see, so because it just seemed like you seemed so sure. You seemed so sure about 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 his offensive style fitting with that squad, and then you ranked him so damn low. So I, I was just curious. Okay, no, but I, I ranked him based off of last year. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. Chip Kelly was new, I couldn't really. I didn't see what I needed to see from the preseason. So I, I had to go off of what I seen last year. It was too new. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't rank him. I got you. I got you. That's cool. I mean, when I saw it, I, I, I kind of, I, I could only equate it to, uh, I could only equate it to, um, like two cha- not two chains. Um, let's say Trinidad James, uh, like selling five million records. Nothing to the top. I was like, man, twenty three to four, but. I, I get it. I mean, now that you you've given some explanation behind it, I I get it. When I when I first saw people, I just started laughing. I was like, oh my gosh, we got we got to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, kid? You got you got a list? What time you talk? Yeah, to? yeah. Actually, I, I I do, and I apologize for not sending this out to everybody, but okay. my list changes slightly, but but not by much. So. Um, right now, I still have San Fran number one. I still have Denver second. I gotta move the Saints up a spot. Uh, I wasn't too too sold on Seattle uh, with this barely with barely winning against Carolina, but the fact is they did. That defense is still nasty. Defense win ball games, and if they need to, uh-huh. they can stop the Saints. So I'll uh-huh. leave them at 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 third spot. Move up the Saints because I had them fifth. And they beat the Falcons, so uh, they take that spot. Uh, Falcons, are, uh, oh man, damn! You know, I think I moved the Falcons down a spot because they were in the game and it was still competitive. Um, from there, man, my six and seven, I have the Redskins and the Packers at six and seven last week, but they lost. So by default, I'll move the Patriots. Man, they barely beat Buffalo. And the Cowboys. But, uh, so let's do this. Let's move the Tampa. I'm doing this, this while we talk. So let's move the Tampa up to the the sit spot because I mean you down 28 to uh, to seven and you come back then that that says something to me. And then we'll put the Packers. Uh, no, no, we'll put the Cowboys seven and the Patriots eight. And we'll round it out with Washington nine and Green Bay seven because they were in those games. Wow! And they had a chance to win those games. So, so that's what I got. So you're put. So you're putting Washington ninth after they struggled and their prized quarterback is still not a hundred percent and is obviously rusty. They're still a top ten team. Because RG three was showing his ass, man. And if you get if he had one more if he had one more possession, bro. He would have he would have won that game. He would have won that game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna move him up because he was just rusty. It was it was his first game. He was nervous, but you he, know, he I, woke up. He was, and you, still, was and you still have the Falcons in the top ten, even though they didn't even put up. Now, now they're a highly touted offense that didn't even put up over twenty points to a team that gave up the most points in yards last year. They're not well, a top ten team. Now, I, I still have the Falcons. Yeah, I still have the Falcons. I only have the Falcons dropping two slots, and that's because I don't have. I think this. I mean, you saw the game. The game came down to the the you know last play. So. I didn't really move teams a lot that much. Based now, I think the Ravens probably had the biggest fall for me because they fell from um, what did I have? I had the Ravens at nine, and they fell to nineteen. I mean, yeah, they just got, yeah, they just got blown the hell out, you know, on national TV. But um, I, I didn't have the Falcons. My my um my top ten was the Forty ers the Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons, Patriots at five, Texans, Packers, Saints, Bengals, and Colts. 
Um, so even I, and I still had the Bengals even losing to Chicago. Still, you know, the, the Bengals only moved a sl- moved down a slot because they, you know, it's a pretty close game. Um, what about you, B? Uh, how did your top ten round out? Yeah, my my top ten this week now is uh, of course Forty Niners, uh, Broncos at. Two, I had him at four, which I don't know why the hell. I didn't think of it before. Peyton Manning got all those weapons now. But yeah, Broncos at two. I got um, I got a uh, Seahawks at three. Um, I got the um, I got Texans at uh four because that, that comeback win was crazy. I mean, I thought that was pretty crazy. And I, and I thought I think Texans they they have a better defense now this year. So I got them at four for this week. Uh, five. Yeah, I still have the Bengals because. They, yeah, they 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 were still in the game. They were still there. You know what I'm saying? And in six, I put the Bears just because they just they shocked me. I guess I I didn't expect for them to to pull out that win. I thought Cutler was going to throw his usual you know four or five <laughs> ints right, touchdowns right. or whatever. And then I had to, I put the Saints in there because um, I it's hard to bet against Drew Brees, man. You know it's, he gonna he gonna still dunk and dink you and he, he got that arm, man. So I I got the Saints. Um, Patriots just just I. I was iffy of still having them in the top ten, but they in there. Um, yeah, Ravens is out of it. I had put surprisingly, I put the Colts in there, and then I think my ten spot. Who I had in my ten spot? I put the Cowboys. As much as I hate the Cowboys, okay. but I had them at ten. And then I had, I gotta say, I had to trade eleven. But the only reason why they ain't in my top ten because they should have. I think they should have blown out the Vikings with them not having really a QB and putting eight in the box. Even though they did kind of shut down AP. After his seventy-five, seventy-five-yard run, he right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was that was impressive. That was definitely impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm worried about my Lions because it's like, okay, that's that's with a not so good QB. So like, you know, what if he plays other, you know, teams that got a decent QB or a decent running game with some decent receivers? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. But I'm I'm still glad we got the win. So, but that's okay. my time. Win is win is win. Win is win is right. win. Uh, you are right. listening to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Twelve Kyle. Uh, we're rounding out the show. We got about four minutes left in the show, uh, so let's close with our parting shots. Ken, I'll start with you. Redemption, man. Uh, next week <laughs> I will proceed to whoop Beezy's ass for putting me in the what up go, <laughs> and uh, I think I'm gonna go four and zero, man. So that that's really all I need to say. I, I'm not worried about anything else. Fuck the NFL. I don't win fantasy fucking football games. So that's <laughs> it. And I've been playing this That's shit for damn long to go one and fucking three. <laughs> that's that emotion, man. I'm telling you, that's the emotion that you're going to have playing fantasy football. You see how mad Ken oh is? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Damn. That I don't miss. <laughs> what about you, Beat? You're the closing, closing uh, party shot. Uh, yes. Uh, Ken, I'm coming for your ass this week in fantasy football. <laughs> Glad I'm playing you. So when we when we come back on this show next week, I'm gonna be dancing all on your ass because I because I got my fantasy football <laughs> win and you you gonna go zero and two. Um, looking forward to um uh, the Alabama and Texas A&M college football game this weekend. You know it is it's revenge. It's supposed to be redemption for Alabama, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, even though it's not football, but still got I'm looking forward to checking out that fight this weekend. Uh, Canelo Mayweather um boxing match is supposed to be pretty big, and you know hopefully my Lions. Uh, Mayweather, Mayweather, he's gonna okay. get decision. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And you know, Lions. I hope my Lions go ahead and go two and zero. They're playing against Arizona at Arizona, so that's gonna that's gonna be a pretty tough outing with that with that Pacific time zone. So, uh, that's about it. Okay. All right, people. Party shot. Man, my party shot. Um, I want to say shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, because if these boys don't at least get back to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be disappointed. Because mm-hmm. when you can throw for 400 yards from the pocket. You could bust the same team a year ago with almost 200 yards on the ground at the same damn time. Yo, um, yeah, the NFL better watch out. I think he is the most explosive quarterback in the league at this very second. Week two, he is the most explosive quarterback. And top to bottom, nobody's fucking with the 49ers, man. Top to bottom, you know, all 46 motherfuckers under contract, nobody's fucking with the 49ers. And that's that they have two other offensive weapons hurt in Crabtree and Manningham. So, yeah, ain't nobody fucking with them. If they can get all the way healthy, it is scary. Uh, the NFL, yeah, just put them boys in the Super Bowl, man. Either them or the Seahawks. Don't forget about their defense, too, their nasty defense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. crazy defense. Yes. Um, 
my my parting shot, like you said, uh, like Ken said, redemption uh, on a personal note. I coached my son's ten and under team. Uh, this past weekend, we got a chance to play against the team that actually beat us in the championship. Team by the name EYJ, the Cab Yellow Jackets, and we bust that ass, nineteen nothing. So I, I feel good. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you for tuning in once again, folks. This is Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Make sure that you tune in next week. This is the football edition. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Need some music or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I know. That's, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm used to running the yeah, board. Yeah, man. Ken, make that happen, man. Ken, make that happen next time, man. Get some music, man. Get a playlist ready.